Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yo, people, welcome back to the channel where we thought we have to speak about that game. Yesterday, we done a Champions League post-match carnage. Life's different. I never thought I'd be doing a Europa League post-match carnage. But then Michael cheekily uh, reminded me this could be good practice for next season. In fact, Dylan, who's a Liverpool fan, says, pain. We'll be discussing us in the Europa League next season if we don't uh, fix up. Mustafa says, UEFA loner. We'll get into that. We'll see what Michael thinks about that. There's a hint of uh, uh, an accusation of um, favouritism there, it seems like. Uh, Barca, Barca defensive record was fraudulent. Man, I told you, Bilal. We all told Bilal. We keep telling Bilal. And I kept telling Michael. I said, there's nothing to be worried about this Barca. I, I spoke on it. I said, you'll get a draw at the very, very minimum. I know this game. But what a game it was. It was a mad game. We thought we have to speak on it. We spoke about Champions League, Bilal, last night. And the, over the last two nights. And the games were... Mm, Drib, drab, dry affairs, not much going on, tactical maybe. And to be honest with you, if you look around the early kickoffs around the Europa League, not many goals at all. Like a lot of nil-nils, a lot of draws. We might touch on Jose Mourinho's Roma losing in the last minute to away to Salzburg. But the big game was the big game and it turned out to be the big game. <clears throat> Two... <clears throat> Former huge clubs meeting at the random time of 5.30 in UK, Europa League. That was an epic, epic encounter. Yeah, it is, it's mad, you know. And it makes you think, is the Champions League the Champions League? Or is it the teams who are the Champions League? And that's, Honestly, that's when the Super League debates, you know, they come creeping up. Because it's like, you know what, we want to watch these teams. No matter what we say, Barcelona flying in La Liga right now. Man United coming up third now, only a few points behind City and Arsenal at the top. It's a big game, regardless of it's a round of 32 of the Europa League. And maybe UEFA found another way to keep making money. You know, if they start adding these fixtures and then somehow they get at least one of these a year where two big teams 
play a Europa League random time, random game. But yeah, now in terms of the game, it was it's exactly what I expected. Like I wanted to see. It's, it's interesting. Like Barcelona, the more tact, um, technically secure team, while United are just monsters right now in transition, pace up top. You don't know what they're going to do. They're so direct. Bruno, he gets the ball. He just looks up. And yeah. it's that contrast of styles. He refu- Bruno right now is refusing to play a backward or a sideways pass. Even if he gives the ball away, he wants to get the ball and he just wants to look for Rashford or yeah. Sanchez, whatever the case may be. 100%. You can see him every time. Like Even if it's obvious. Mm. And I know he's going to pass to Rashford. Barcelona defenders know he's going to try and pass to Rashford. Sometimes they can't even stop him. I was just like... You know what? He keeps trying. And you know what? With United, I'm impressed. I'm not going to lie. They're not... I look at what Ten Hag's doing, Michael. I know you're going to want to get into it. Weghorst. I thought I was seeing McTominay for a second. I'm like, is that the right tall guy I'm seeing in the middle? He's trying well, to put in side tackles. He's he not. He don't really know how to do it, but he's trying. And it's one of those ones where, yeah, it's it's mad right now. Well, let's talk about the lineups, um, Michael. The lineups come out and obviously... Um, Obviously, the sort of, you know, he's rotating a little bit here and there, but you kind of know the core of your team now. It's quite settled, quite straightforward. Malassia very comfortable slotting in when Shaw needs to be in central defence. And then the midfield was where the... I don't know. I mean, you describe it. Was he actually playing there or was it Rashford? with a freer role and Greg Horst was the target man. How did you see the actual lineup on the pitch as opposed to what we're seeing on paper? I mean, it's pretty correct, to be honest. Weckhorst, really? I mean, mm. Ten Hag started this Weckhorst in the middle against Leeds in the second half, and it was no nil. He slotted him behind Rashford, and Rashford had the free roll up top. He just runs across the pitch where so, so he could find him. And Bruno was playing right wing most of the game. He was interchanging a couple of times. I even saw Weckhorst on the wing, which I never want to see again. Get in the middle. You are a six foot seven winger, or the six foot seven player. Please don't be on the wing. Um, Juan Bissaka shouldn't have started for me. That was the one thing I was questioning Ten Hag about. Why? I wanted, I wanted Dalo. You saw within like the first five minutes, Juan Bissaka just let the ball go past them right into a Barcelona player multiple times. For me, especially because No Balde was playing for uh, Barcelona, who was like the who's probably like, their main threat off the left, bombing up and down. It was Jordi Alba, and I think Dalo is quick enough to deal with a thirty something year old Jordi Alba. There's Gavi was playing, so there's no winger there. Wambasaka's best attribute is 1v1 defending. Put a pacey winger against him, he's locking them up. But against players that would trick him, go inside a little bit, Wambasaka gets confused. And I, for me, he was generally the worst player on the pitch for me. I thought, I thought Wambasaka was the worst player on the pitch for me. It's it's mad because I genuinely don't believe Dallo gets to that tackle, you know, where Alba gets to the ball. I don't think Dallo has the recovery powers, all the stride, all the tackle capacity. And he denied a definite shot on target at the very, very least. But the counterpoint to that is that came off Wambasaka not being able to control the ball. Dalo controls the ball and doesn't lead to that chance. So it's 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 a mixture of both. But I mean, honestly, going pulling up to Barcelona, big Barcelona, new camp. Stop saying biggest... that. Stop nah, 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 saying nah. that. I'm, nah, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Nah, we're nah, not we're big doing Barcelona. That. Nah, they still are big Barcelona. Le- leaders of La Liga to eight points clear of big Real Madrid in yo, La Liga. Yo, you've been on near enough every Eurostar show. I've been saying about this La Liga. I know, Come La on. Liga's crap. But now, nah, but even though it's still, it's still a big European game, United struggle against Spanish opposition. Not even Barcelona. We all associated that beat us this year. Last year against Atlético Madrid, we got spanked. So... It's still a big game, and we pulled up with the Woot White Horse and the Aaron Wambasaka, and even the I'll touch on Sancho later. And for the first 65, 70 minutes until we tired out, yeah. we went toe to toe with them. And for me, we were the better team. And next week, they gotta come to Mayans now. They gotta come to Old Trafford. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, we're gonna talk about the second <laughs> leg, obviously later on, and see where we're going. But Bills, I'm like Michael's hyped up this Barcelona team like it's the one under Cruyff and mm. and them man. And Rijkaard and the man, look, 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 we're going to do the same. We're going to give the same energy that we gave to the Spurs, Milan game, uh, all the other games. We looked at the lineups. Now, I look at that lineup. I see Alonso and Alba as your left back and your centre back. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see Kunde and Aruko. Okay. Right side looks strong. Obviously, it was the other way around. Again, looking in the midfield, I see a pivot of Kessie and De Jong. And then I see Pedri, Gavi, Lewandowski, Rafinha. Now, look, on paper, 
Yeah. Rafinha ain't been good. Lewandowski ain't Lewandowski ain't the old, fresh Lewandowski. And Gavi and Pedri are young ballers that are going to be hot and cold. I really didn't see what Man United were or should have been fearful for. The draw for me is the minimum they should have got because I think Man United are a stronger team or squad possibly right now. Without Dembele, without... Well, Ferran Torres has not been all that. Without NC Fau, I didn't see the pace. I didn't see where they're going to get behind this Man United team. Yeah, you know what it is, right? And I think a lot of Barcelona fans today were not happy with this lineup. A lot of changes, like mm. no Balde. Although Alba's come in and he's changed games recently. Whenever time I watch Barca, like Alba's come in affected the game. Even today, we know Wambisaka made that challenge on him. Like Alba is smart, man, and I, I rate him. I know I rate he him. has his critics. Yeah, he yeah. has his, he has his critics, and I know some people want to see Balde, but starting Alonso, although he did get the goal, you know, it doesn't make great sense. Christensen probably should have played unless he had a knock or anything, but he ended up coming on anyway. For me, you look at this team. Obviously, even without Busquets, which sounds mad because a few months ago I said Busquets, bro, you got to retire. But he's been important to this team recently with all the other midfielders around him. Busquets actually become really important in there as well. No Dembele, yes. Pedri going off injured isn't great as well. Araujo, a right back. Okay, so they put Araujo right back saying he's going to lock up Rashford. Mate, Rashford's not even... He's not even on the left, mate. He, he, he's everywhere else but there. Well, he and... done a smart one, didn't he? Ten Hag put him on the right. 100%. And this is what I'm trying to say. Like mm. The two managers at this moment in time You've got Man United with Ten Hag. Ten Hag is a top-tier manager. He's an elite manager. While you've got Xavi... Elite. elite relax with the elite. Nah, he's elite. Yeah, nah, he nah, blah. Elite. Keep I know he got the trophies. I know he got the trophies behind him in terms of everything. He's an elite, man. He's a pair. very good world-class manager. He's okay. proving if you If you want to do it by trophies, then okay. Then He's, he's, yeah. elite. he's tactically elite, though. Tactically, tactically, he's elite. Exactly. He's a tactically elite. And, and he's shown me already at Man United, he's a very strong man manager to take mm -hmm. control of that club. Not many men could do that, and he's done that in a few months, really, right? So he's come in and he's taken over. So I really rate Ten Hag, and I respect him as a manager, and I fear, I fear him a little bit as an Arsenal fan, right? That's how much I rate him. But with Xavi, again, you have a manager who's just is learning his trade. He was in Qatar, right? Was it Qatar? I'm pretty sure he was in mm -hmm. Qatar, still mm -hmm. learning his his trade. He's come to yeah, Barcelona yeah, first now, job. Mm -hmm. first job. He's going to make mistakes. Even today, Rafinha is getting into the game. He's hot. He's feeling good. You take him off. His subs are questionable as well. His subs, his starting 11. Tactically, what are they trying to do? He left himself really exposed in that first half. And Rashford should have scored in that first half. They could have even been 2-0 down. They kind of got away with it. Mm -hmm. So even this 2-2 in the end, I know they had that good spell as, as well towards the end. In a way, it's a good result. But at the same time, going 2-2 to Man United, Old Trafford next week. Pedri now confirmed, by the way, guys, injured three to four weeks. He's not going to be available. And Gavi out with a yellow card as well. So Ansu Fati is going to have to come in. I don't know if Busquets is around. He's going to have to come in. He's they need to figure, yeah, they need to figure out how to how to do something and and take control of the game. Because otherwise, without Pedri and without Gavi today, we saw Gavi. People said, nah, this kid ain't that good. This kid is good. Aggressive. <laughs> no, listen, listen, people say he's not good, but I watch him. I see his desire, first of all, which is not, I'm not, that's not a barometer of a great player. That should be standard, right? But he puts himself about, and technically he's a good player. Him and Pedri, and Pedri are really important to this team in terms of the energy as well. We talk they, about they, the they likes are, of Lewandowski. They, yeah, they, they're not, they're not, they are the energy of this team. They're the heart. Exactly. They're the pace, they're the energy, des desire, drive, and of course, no shortage of te technical ability because De Jong's your. Playmaker, he's the original, the setter of tones, the orchestrator. Yeah. And then Kessie, they brought him alongside him for energy and legs because Casemiro and Fred are all about action and energy. So he's, I understand what he's done by bringing in Kessie. I just don't see people running in behind. And you saw a couple of times where they had a counter, but Varane was, was nice. Varane was comfortable because he knew Lewandowski ain't going to run me. You know, Rafinha had Melassia, who's a right little ratty type fullback. He, he he just loves fouling and snarling away. And you know, Rafinha had a better game than he's been having. But Melassia, comfortable man. I, I thought I thought they. I, I agree with you guys that Man United were comfortable, but 
Barcelona take the lead, Michael. Um, and it's a guy I was literally cussing as soon as the team lineup's coming out. Shout out Brown Monday, Brown fellas. We've done a wicked debut show early in the street, early in the day. Um, and we were, and I was, as soon as the team lineup came out, we came in the thing and I was like, Alonso. Yeah, get out of here. Get out of here, Barca. You don't stand a chance. You're playing Alonso against possibly the most informed forward striker, call him what you want, in Europe. Yeah, you're asking for trouble. And then you've got Alba as well. So, yeah, from a defensive point of view, he was not great. But he's got a knack of scoring goals or being in and around goals. Even at Chelsea, remember, he don't do shit and then gets a bad boy assist or a strike. You take the lead. And what are you saying when they take the lead? David De Gea, it's time to learn a new language. This guy needs to leave my club tomorrow. I, I'm Whoa! so tired of this guy. I'm so tired of this guy. Every single week. This guy. He saves a... you every single week. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, do, don't do that. Don't do that. He has a negative uh, percentage of saving. Anyway, in terms of he allows more goals than he should. So he doesn't save me every week. This guy is a hologram in net. Like, just go climb a club. He got better at it later in the game. But for me, when I look at position, I need to be upgraded. David De Gea is arguably one of them. Because for me, it's just not the modern goalkeeper. He will do well at a club that concedes so many shots because he's a good, he's a decent shot, shot stopper. But with his decent, feet, he's mad. Nah, not mad. He that was five years ago. He was mad <sighs> five years ago. Now he's his, the levels have lowered a little bit. But even on the ball, I saw him pass the ball. Sometimes it was weak. And we, even when he lumps it forward, like mm-hmm. every single time he lumps it forward, we're not gonna win the aerial duel because he lumps it. It's not like a direct, pa- not like a direct pass where the player can control it first time. So for me, it's just I, he doesn't command his box uh, like Sammy said. In the, just I don't f- David De Gea, he doesn't make me comfortable. Like we saw Mark mm. Andre Tristegan today. He breathes confidence in his de- into his defenders. David De Gea doesn't. That's just for me. For that goal, I blame him because he gotta come out and claim that as a goalkeeper. Because I look at other goalkeepers like Allison. I'm jealous of every time I watch Allison because that's the best goalkeeper in the world. I'm jealous of Mark Andre Tristegan, the way he just rolls the pass. You saw that pass that he played um to Rafinha over the top where Luke Shaw got his head on it. That, that that's the kind of goalkeeper I want. And with David Ter Stegen's a bit of a bozo, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you know, every, every, goal, every goalkeeper has his moments, but Ter Stegen this year has been really good. And I just think with David De Gea, I just, it's time to, it, we just got to move on, bro. Servant of the club, club legend, one of the greatest goalkeepers this club has ever seen. And we'll, I'll always thank him for kind of keeping us afloat after Sir Alex Love. But you always got to move on in life. And it's time to move on and finding a goalkeeper. Wow. Uh, Kevin, channel member, shout out, Kevin. He says, do we need to move him on? Yes, but the game today, he was good. Laugh my ass off. I thought, well, we're going to talk, come to the end. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so Alonso takes the lead. And I'm still not comfortable, I'm not going to lie, but like, like not, when I mean comfortable, like, I think Man United are in this game, way, way in this game. Like, I, I think they're mm-hmm. too much in this game. <laughs> like, Barcelona mm-hmm. need to think of something, how to stop this shit, Yeah. Um, but it was inevitable. Fred. Fred's a pass. Through <laughs> <laughs> to, to Rashford. Now we're talking about keepers. Mm-hmm. Does does he need to stop that near post? Or is that a crisp near post finish? Because he, he gets a clean yeah. strike on it. Don't get me wrong. But with, save it with your feet. I know you're going to say, oh, big men can't get down because you was talking yeah. about that yesterday or something. Yeah, that, I was just giving Donnarumma the excuse. Donnarumma. Uh, sorry for him. I just but gave him but the great keepers that have been in the past, if they can't save... And De Gea's one of them. Mm-hmm. De Gea's one of them. I think Michael's being harsh on De Gea because mm-hmm. uh, De Gea was one of the best that if he can't save it with his hands, he would feet. Yeah. So, w- bit of a mistake or great finish? It's a bit of it's not a mistake, but you shouldn't really ever get beaten at your near post. That's the like one rule really of being a goalkeeper. Your near post is not somewhere you should unless be it's near. like top it's not, unless it unless it top you know, like yeah, you know the ones where it's like a rocket top corner, mm. like it's gone roof of the net, you can't mm. fair, you can't stop that those ones. But the way Rashford hit it, he hit it with pace, yes. Mm. Maybe he just caught him a bit unawares, maybe he didn't expect it. But you know, when you when they've come behind, like they've gone in behind so quickly after scoring, that's always a risk. You need to be awake. How are you how have you fallen asleep so quickly after taking the lead? And this is the thing with Barcelona. They've had this good defensive record in La Liga, but they've not come up against teams like Man United. Yeah, yeah, and, of course. And even the other day, as I said, I was watching them. Well, the game against Girona, that was one of the games I felt like, listen, they conceded like so many chances. They should have conceded, kept a clean sheet. 
And it's one of those ones like they've had they're having a lot of games like that. They don't play great, they're not really playing that well, they're conceding mm-hmm. chances, but in La Liga, they're getting away with it. But when you're playing now top teams like Man United in the Europa League, then you're Fix saying, up. it's Fix unlucky up. for them. It's unlucky for them that they got Man United, maybe, because if they had gotten one of these other weaker teams in the in the round of 32. They could have maybe scammed their way to a little semi-final or final mm. and then somehow worked it out from there. But now, the balance of this tie is fully in Man United's favour. I think Lissandra Martinez is back, right, Michael? So that's going to be... a. Yeah, Someone was saying earlier, Martinez and Sabitza will be available for the second leg. And then you're taking away Pedri and Gavi from Barcelona. Mm. Ain't looking too good for Barcelona. I've got no... Confidence in Barcelona, but we'll give our opinions on what the situation is very quickly. Super chat to get out of the way before we get into the into the events. After that, Zaid says jealous about Qatar bidding on Man United. Chris, no, no. What's what's going? What's the difference? What's going to be the difference in Man United's policy? What? Lots of things. Like what? Instead of buying bombs with that billion, we're going to buy good players with that billion. Why? Explain why. Because they're going to put a better structure in. You can't put it in a worse structure than Ed Woodward and John Murtaugh. It's kind of impossible. That's pure gas. You're going to spend money. Yeah, no. You've been, you've been spending money. Yeah, but we'll spend the money wiser. Why? Not because of new owners. Nothing to do with new owners. Yeah, it does because they put a better structure in. Owners won't have nothing to do with that. Owners, they won't even have running of the football side. Structure is going to take years to put in place. You're just going to spend money like Todd Bowley. You're going to spend like money like you guys spend money. Like The question is, am I, I'm, I'm going to be jealous eventually, but not because you're putting a bid for you. When it's all done and you become great and consistently great, then I'll be jealous. But to answer that super chat, I ain't jealous because your bid's going in. Bid can go in, man. You could think of like, Qatari can buy you a lot for £5 billion or whatever. Spend, Keep spending money on Man United. Keep buying the debt of Man United. When you become great again, that's when I'm going to become jealous. I ain't jealous about your owners. I'm going to be jealous. I'm jealous right now of Man City. Like five league titles in six. I'm jealous. That's who I'm jealous about. I'm jealous of Real Madrid winning Champions Leagues when we should have won those two Champions Leagues. That's what I'm jealous of. I ain't jealous of money and Chelsea and money and money. It is what it is, man. You have to deal with the, with the hand that you're dealt with. You know, that you're dealt, sorry. But Michael, you get that equalizer and then tells what up. Tells what up. That's when you know Man United should have killed off that tie from that period. To around, like you said, what, 65th minute or something like that? Why didn't you put them away? What was wrong? What was missing? For me, I'm going to address the elephant in the room again. Jaden Sancho. You want to go, you wanna go first on him or you want to oh, go you, first? You, 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 you. Uh, this is you. This is you. Right. With May United, I want to I say one thing. The biggest benefit that May United players have when they get injured is that people forget how bad they were pre- previous to injury. Anthony Marshall is one of them. Every time he gets injured, two weeks later, we're like, we miss Anthony Marshall. He needs to get back. And then he comes back and gets injured. Jaden Sancho was away for three months. And in those three months, we kind of forgot how poor he was before the before he went on, he, or wherever he went, in the Netherlands. And he came back. Yeah, he got the goal against Leeds. But in that game against Leeds, I even noticed his, I automatically noticed his weaknesses. He's not a threat to a defender. If I'm a fullback, I'm not scared of Jaden Sancho. And the first thing as a winger is you need you, your opposing fullback needs to be scared of you. They need to be pushed back. You see it with wingers. Most attribute, you need to threaten him with one of your attributes, either power, strength, skill, or pace. He has none of those. He has a couple skills in him. He's a decent skills, he has, he's decent he's on the ball. Decent good control, yeah, yeah. But yeah. But he's not quick. He's not powerful. So it's just for me, I just think Man United was just he was should have never came to Man United. It's a player that even when he first came, all he was talking about his speed and his goals. I'm like, this guy's not a goal scorer. That's his first thing. He's not quick. The Bundesliga makes you obviously look quicker because of all that grass that you can run into. But with Jaden Sancho, I, I like him as a player, and I think he, is, he has talent in him. But I just think for the Premier League is not the right move. He should have gone to La Liga. He'll look work. He would have continued looking like one of the best young players in the world if he went to La Liga or if he made the move to like Bayern Munich, for example, in the Bundesliga. Those are the teams he needs to go to. Or even in Man City because Man City, you, need, you don't need to be a quick winger. We see with Jack Grealish all the time. Even though he, he's been a little poor in terms of price tag, but you can see Jack Grealish sometimes has influence, and that's what Jaden Sancho needs. And on the wing, it's not an answer. Can he move more centrally? That's a question because, he's like we said, he's not physical. Jack Grealish can ride challenges, Paul. Yeah. Like, he, he's powerful. He has he has mm-hmm. a good uh, low center of gravity. He's the one yeah, of the we saw that Aston Villa, but you couldn't get Jack Grealish off the ball. But Jaden Sancho... 
was going up against sometimes Alonzo Christensen, whoever he came up, even against the fullback sometimes. He couldn't skin them. Bro, show some power. And I just think with Jaden Sancho, once, once like Ten Hag sees more wingers, once Garnacho has taken, for me, Garnacho is going to take that spot sooner rather than later. When, when Garnacho can finally be a consistent starter, because right now he's an impact player off the bench, so mm-hmm. Ten Hag doesn't want to start him, rush him in. But once that next stage of development comes in, Jaden Sancho will get moved on. And he's not a Ten Hag signing. Ten Hag never signed him. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer signed him. So Ten Hag can't get rid of him. Yes, he did well with the man management because he saw Jaden Sancho was fading mentally and physically, and he got him back on that. But I just think a move, a move will have to come sooner rather than later. Because for me, bro, he's just not it. Because you look at Marcus Rashford, we saw how when he came back, like he struggled last year. And right now, I'm not even joking, bar Mbappe, there is not a winger on this planet that I am taking over Marcus Rashford. Not a single winger on this planet. This guy on the transition, bar Mbappe, is the best in the world. He's powerful. Every defender that comes in his way this season, Saliba, Gabriel, Araujo, Kunde, whoever Man City have, Liverpool have, he smacked them all up. No, all smoke. World Cup was amazing. While Gareth Southgate was probably kicking, kicking himself in the head every time he sees Marcus Rashford score because he didn't play him against France. And you're seeing the levels rise. Because last season, a lot of people were saying Jaden Sancho has a higher ceiling than Marcus Rashford. Right now, if anyone says that, you're going to think they're smoking crack. Fair, fair comment, Bilal. Fair comment on the, Rash- on the Rashford situation and the Sancho, what he's talked about. Yeah. And then back to the game in terms of Man United really should have capitalised. Well, they do kind of capitalise because they mm-hmm. get a scrappy... Is it on goal yeah. in the end? Yeah, on goal. Yeah. yeah but, great but, move by Rashford. But, but the contrast in Rashford and then suddenly Veghorst and Sancho is mm-hmm. mad. It's literally Rashford FC right now with maybe a bit of uh, Bruno somewhere. Yeah, it's a bit of... A, it's an interesting one with Sancho and I love the fact that Michael brought up Grealish because with Grealish, he's so powerful... Mm. He's not the quickest, yes, but he's so direct. He's so annoying. When you come up against Grealish like I did the other day, you're just like, you know what? This guy is just annoying. And even at Villa, the, the things he used to do, the way he used to carry the ball up the pitch, the amount of free kicks he wins, he's not afraid to get hurt. He, he puts himself about. With Sancho and Grealish, they have similar skill sets, but the difference is Sancho just does not have that physicality. He does not have that desire to really get himself hurt, put himself about. And and really try and take because he can he can little I'm I'm sure he can do a little burst get past the right back and win a free kick do something like that change it up a little bit but really and truly he's not doing enough um, at Man United and I don't know what's going to happen to him at the end of this season if he moves on if he's going to have a few months if it doesn't work out in United let's say they get obviously they're going to get new owners are you really going to keep a Jaden Sancho in your team but on the Rashford point now this kid. Well, this kid, this man. Yeah, exactly. This man, he's not a kid. You know, it's one of those ones. Like He's got that Lingard syndrome where we all think he's like 22 when the guy's like probably 28. But yeah, with Rashford, he's, he's unbelievable. He is actually an incredible player. He's a weapon. And, you know, those last two years blurred it for a lot of us where it's like he was playing every single week under Oli, especially. He was getting injuries. He was playing through injuries. He didn't look the same, you know, Marcus Rashford. That he that we were used to when he first broke onto the scene, but now with a manager like Ten Hag, who is really coaching him, who's got the team playing in a good way, you can start to see his talents. And he's a he's just a top player. He's a type of player. It's like an honestly, it's like an Mbappe for PSG in terms of doesn't matter what the rest of the team saying. When you've got such a deadly player, he can change the whole game for you. And this is what we were doing. Do you know what? This is what we were talking about the PSG and Bayern type. And the reason why we were saying Bayern are not, sorry, PSG are not out of it because Mbappe, like Rashford's showing those levels right now. 100%. Rashford is showing those <coughs> levels. It's consistent now. Even these last few games, Michael, I'm, see, I'm seeing him come into the number nine position. He's scoring headers. Like, like what's going on? Like, I thought he I could be a number nine. I genuinely He's- think. I think his long-term future is as a number nine because it allows him to move more freely on the pitch. And you can't, because you, once the teams See, have figured out, dilemma. so this is the dilemma Mbappe has in his own head as well, because Mbappe apparently feels like he wants to be that left side free roll, mm-hmm. come in when he wants, go out when he wants, and I think Rashford's very, very similar. Yeah, bro. I mean, because teams have figured out when Rashford starts on the left, they could just double up on him and it isolates him, and then we can't we can't progress the ball. Obviously, you can't do that against PSG with Mbappe because you have Neymar and Messi to worry about. Man United, we don't have a Neymar and a Messi. 
So teams have figured that out. And that's why Ten Hag did against Leeds. You saw Rashford was not getting on the ball. Moved him in, moved him in the middle. Within five minutes, he scores a header. And I just think for me, depending on the striker Man United get, if they're gonna if they if they plan on getting just like a Victor Osiman, honestly, I think Marcus Rashford could play through the middle and you go get him and you go get him a creative winger on the left that can create chances for him. But if you're gonna get the link guy like a Harry Kane, then yeah, Marcus Rashford could play out the left because Harry Kane could ping balls for days to Marcus Rashford and we're, we're it's gonna be we're gonna be singing Kumbaya. With, with those two, but I, it's up to what Man United do. But Marcus Rashford, even on the right today, he was threatening <laughs> off the right. With me, is as long as he doesn't start on the right wing, because once he starts on the right wing, he starts getting like, oh, I don't want to be here. I want to yeah, be playing through the that. middle. But when he's in the middle, he's like, all right, yo, let me go pop on the right wing for like two seconds. Let me cause some damage here. And that's what he did today. I think the second goal was because he went on the right, went down the touchline, created a chance. That's what you got to do. So I don't know. Just for me, it's just like, I didn't expect him to make this jump. Because honestly, mm-hmm. like in the summer, I'm like, yo, this guy, it might be. It look, it's not looking good for him. Uh, I've been telling every United fan that I know. I've been saying you lot are wild and you're mad if you're writing off. And I'm sorry to say quite a f- majority of fan base were ready to write him off. And I was like, yo, you lot are mad. I'll take him tomorrow, you know. Can you imagine him under Jurgen Klopp? Can you nice. imagine him in this Liverpool team? He'll be- Salah and Rashford on the flanks. Are you mad? The trend diag. Oh, Lord. We'd be eating nice, but look, it is what it is. Look, I you take the lead, Michael. Did you feel comfortable taking the lead? Did you think, yeah, we're gonna move on now? Up, up. Yeah. Go and get that third and, and tie over. Really? What, yeah. What, what, what? What? Did anything change tactically that you thought that enabled Barca to get back in the game? Like, wow. <sighs> Not really. I mean, if you think about it, the goal came from a mistake from Casemiro. He played the pass too short, and Barca capitalized. So it wasn't even that we were comfortable. Even when, after we took the lead, Bar- we were we were pressing up high. They couldn't play out of our press. It's just we made a mistake, and that's just Man United's downfall this season. They've been so good in so many games. Why a couple games where we got dominated? I'd say like Man City when they slapped us up at the Etihad and the first two games of the season. Every game we've been in, I felt comfortable. Like we we're in the game. It's just individual errors, and we made the individual error tonight, mm-hmm. and we went two two. But at least we didn't concede the third. That's what mattered. And also, that Rafinha cross was just a perfect cross. Like, yeah. it just it took out, like, two players. It took out Moran. It took out De Gea. So, it is what it is. But, honestly, am I, look, I am disappointed at a draw. I think we were... I thought we were the better team. But, Eric Ten Hag, this guy, just changed my life. It's just ridiculous. A year ago, we played Spanish opposition against Atletico Madrid. And I wanted to gouge my eyes out because that was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Um, But, in a year later... We're pulling out. I know Barcelona are not like the prime Barcelona, but still a big away game, European night, even though it's Europa League. And we went toe-to-toe with a team that is known to dominate the ball. Old May United, even when we were good, we would have been sitting back and just hitting them in transition. There were moments where we dominated that game. We were passing it around. Even later in the game, we had like a five-minute spell to take away the pressure from them where we were just passing it around in their half, making sure that our defenders can rest up. And for me, it's just showing. Also, what I thought we conceded is like, You've seen the lack of quality. Barcelona had weapons off the bench. Ansu Fati, Ferran Torres. While, yes, Ansu Fati is not the kid that he was when he was 18. He's still a more threatening player to bring off the bench than anything we had. And it just shows for me, when Ten Hag gets his sign, when once we start upgrading our team more, I promise you, center mid, striker, or another winger that's creative off the wing, and a goalkeeper, and I promise you, Arsenal, Man City, whoever it is, we're coming next year because Eric Ten Hag has shown me that he is... The guy, he, he, I've never, Jose Mourinho, yes, we won the first, tro- we won the trophies in 2016, 17, but I didn't feel the confidence I feel with Eric Ten Hag that this guy can start, not a dynasty, but he can bring us consistently fighting for titles and winning a title. If we don't win a title within the next three to four years, I will be very disappointed. I'm hitting those levels or Champions League, one of the two, because I think next year, once we're in Champions League, ain't no team on the book us in Champions League because while Ten Hag is a, a, a positional play coach, we are the it is our heritage to dominate teams on the counterattack. And when you have a Marcus Rashford, you're a, you're a danger to any team. So Bayern Munich, PSG. I said it. I said on Twitter on Tuesday, I said we're one of the top five teams in Europe. And today, I'm, I was worried that Barcelona would whoop us, but they didn't do that. And it showed to me that we are a top five team in Europe. And I think on, on, on any day, give it any team in the world, I think we could beat them. Napoli, Man City, we showed we could beat Man City. Arsenal, we've beaten this year. Plus, is a top five team. Real Madrid, I, I promise you, giving Real Madrid will beat them. So I, I'm that confident in Man United, which is unusual for me because I'm more of a pessimist in a sense the last couple of years, given right because Man United have always let me down the last five years. But I think that change has come. Bilal, we let him flow there. We like United fans having chest again because the fall is always, always sweeter when they fall from those high elevated uh, 
places that they reach in their head. But fair play to him. I, I get it. I sense I sense the right feels amongst United yeah. and United people. But coming on to Barca, what mm. changed then? Because he was getting dominated. Barcelona were getting dominated. Michael's right. Casemiro up till then. Did you see that? I tweeted where he just buoyed Gavin. <laughs> and he just looked at him. He said, do you know who the fuck I am, bro? Like, I'm the Don. Remember me? You know what I mean? Like, I was in this league and I was and I run this league. I, I kind of felt sorry for Gavi. He was like a little boy. But what changed? Because there was a momentum shift change. Call it what you want. Was it just a mm -hmm. goal? And it was a bit of a lucky goal. Rafinha just meant to cross it, yeah. right? Uh, but then from that goal onwards... Barca should, could have and probably should have nicked it. 100%. It's one of those ones. I think it came with that goal. Yes, United made a mistake. What was yes, the substitutions was a bit... they made? Uh, uh, because, Michael, so, do you know, remember so, any? They brought in, uh, they took out Alba for Balde. Yeah. They took uh -huh. out um, a midfielder, I think, for... Uh, Kessie. Come on. Kessie for, Kessie for Fati and Rafinha was for Ferran. And Christensen as well. And Christensen on. for Alonso. So, I think the Balde and Christensen you know, stabilise things a little bit more. And Balde had the energy as well to get up the pitch. He was even winning free kicks at one point as well. I was like, okay, mm. something's happening here. Yeah, but when you make that mistake against a team like Barca at home, the energy is just different. Obviously, they're going to, they know they need to go 3-2 up. It's one of those ones. 2-2 two is a bad result for them. They don't want to go to Old Trafford 2-2, two -two, got to fight now, try and get a win at Old Trafford. So for them, obviously, they're going to come out and fight. And, it was a bit weird because he took off Rafinha and that was a sub for me that didn't... Yeah, he didn't like that. He didn't like that. And Rafinha obviously was unhappy with it. And I understand it. Like, Rafinha, he's always... Obviously, even saw in the summer, like, he, Arsenal wanted him, Chelsea wanted him, he didn't, want, he didn't want any part of that. He wanted to just go to Barcelona. So he's living his dream. He's got his goal. He's thinking, let me now stamp my claim. Usman Dembele is not about. Let me be that guy who's going to be the go-to winger week in, week out. But again, Ferran Torres... Despite what people think about him, all of the Spanish coaches love him. The Enriquez love him. The Xavi loves him. Pep was a fan of him. I'm sure Arteta's a fan of him. They all love Ferran Torres. And even when he came on, there was that cross he played in towards the end to Araujo. And damn, I thought that was in. That was the moment where it should have been free to. I think Malasia was there, kind of blocked it off. And that was the moment. And United from there were, were sweet, man. When you when you go away from home to the Camp Nou... You're going to have those moments in the game. 15 minutes, doesn't matter who you're yeah, playing against, yeah, what sort enough. of players. Yeah, you're going to have those moments. You need to ride it out. They rode it out. And I think Michael's right, man. Ten Hag, it's dangerous. That's all I'm going to say. Because, I, yeah. I get it. No, no, I look, I'm not being deluded. I'm not head in the, hand, uh, head in the sand, as they say. Mm. I see what they're doing over there. They're, they're doing something nice. They're doing something good. They've got the right man in, 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 in place there. And you can see the effects he's having. But as, as Michael was saying, top five teams in Europe, I wouldn't like say, oh, yo, yo, calm down, calm down. Mm. I would have a conversation about it because there isn't great teams around. I've been saying, we've been doing Eurostars, all these people yeah. hyping up the Bundesliga and the French League and all this. Bro, we've seen it. Serie A is dead. PSG in the French League, dead. Bundesliga, Bayern, not great, but okay. Yeah, Union Berlin is the fucking top team in Bayern right and in Germany right now. I'm not top team, but you know what I mean, like the the hot team. And then you and then you got Napoli and Syria up, which yeah. is the standout. Who else? I would still Arsenal? say Bayern though. I still say Bayern are better than. Yeah, United yeah, no, no, no. no, no. I, you yeah, know what yeah. it is with Bayern? Like even they, I went to that game where they rocked up to Barca. 3-0 <laughs> demolition. Yeah. Barca, those that Bayern are that team. When it's a big game, they just turn up and they know how to play. Yes, in the I even saw uh, Bayern fans, some of them saying they hope they lose the Bundesliga this year <laughs> for for the competitiveness of the Bundesliga. Nah, I, think, I promise yeah, you, Julian, uh, Julian yeah, was getting his P45 right away if he loses Bundesliga. Yeah, right of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't lose that. But in terms of the top five teams, I'll put Man City there um, this year. On form, you'd put Napoli, you put Arsenal, and then after that, if you put Arsenal, you got to put United. Yeah, if you want to, then then Madrid, Barcelona, because Barcelona. But I would put Bayern in my top five still. So I put Bayern, City in my top five. 
and then Napoli, that's three. And they're all in the Champions League, those three teams. And then after that, listen, you say Real Madrid, it depends. It's, it's one of those ones. Real Madrid not actually a... That's what I mean. The conversation yeah. is there. Yeah. So, the, all right. Because let's talk about Barcelona have been better than Real Madrid this year, right? By far. They've been the exactly. better team. And we pulled and we dominated Barcelona. So what what makes you think that we can't dominate Real exactly. Madrid? We're even worse defensively. Because but Real but it's not like Real Madrid don't have a bad squad though. Real Madrid have a really oh, good team. But obviously on a UCL night, on a UCL night, we are not better than Real Madrid. I will say that right now because they will dominate us in the UCL night because they have the heritage. But I'm talking about like in a one off game, if it's not UCL, just a regular one off game without having it's that UCL pressure. Right now it's difficult to argue. I might stretch it to the top six in Europe. Hmm. I don't know. It's this is what I had before. This is what I had before uh, when I said it. Actually, I, and I, I take it back. I was about Bayern. For, I had Barcelona in the top five because how good they've been this year domestically, but I'll take them out and put Bayern in. I think Napoli. Napoli have been the best team in Europe this season, in my opinion, from like the start of the season to now because they haven't, they barely lost games. Mm-hmm. Um, and you say they look good. Man City, no matter what, I know on any given night, Man City will dominate any team in the world. Mm-hmm. I think Arsenal have been better than us this season. They have, they've had more consistency. You know, obviously, come May, who knows? We might be better. We might finish above them. Who knows? Come May, anything can happen. Oh, doubt it. I'm not gonna lie. Calm, calm down. Calm down. I, said, I, said, I, said, yeah, I said maybe, bro. I, don't yo, know. I bro, it out. I think bro, if you don't, if you don't win, one injury to up, one injury to party, one injury to party. I promise you, we're finishing above you. One injury to party. I promise you, we're finishing. You don't above see Jorginho, you. man. Jorginho was looking. I ain't good. scared of no Jorginho, bro. George, I'm not scared what, of George. What, best player in the world the other day. Was it? No, no, but, no, but one oh, injury to Rashford. Yeah, but one injury to Rashford and you guys. No, nah, but Party's drunk. actually injury prone. Like, you you can't trust Party to be fit the rest of the season. He'll, he's shown that he'll get injured at any given moment. Man City game. Biggest time of the season. This guy's always injured. Last season, top four race. He's out for three months. So, you can't trust Party to be there. I'm not going to lie. I'm weirdly enough comfortable with Jorginho. Like, as long as he don't go down, I think. I think on the ball... He does exactly what we need him to do. Off the ball, it's debatable. But even Party, as much as we think he's great off the ball, sometimes I've seen him get run past and all sorts of stuff happening to him as well. It's not like there's a perfect, he's a perfect DM at the same time. So, listen, I don't know. It's a conversation 100%, but every team, if I say to Man City, I'll take out De Bruyne and Nah, Haaland, but you can't do that. You gotta happen. say, I'm talking about injury prone players though. Like the Bruyne is not okay. injured. Actually, the Bruyne is injury prone, but Man City don't need the Bruyne, bro. Man City can lose the Bruyne. Gundogan will step up and he'll, and he'll score goals. He's shown it before that Man City can win the league without Kevin De Bruyne. Nah, man, Man City is Rodri. Man City is Rodri. 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 Yeah. Anyone else? Man City is Rodri. No, Ain't no one scared of no Calvin Phillips, bro. Ain't no one scared of no Calvin. Phillips. I, I look. I mean, look, people. Look, freedom of Liverpool says City, Bayern, Madrid are the three best teams. Napoli, right? Add them to the fourth, and then there's a whole Champions League. And then there's a whole heap of conversations to be had. Arsenal, United, and look. I, I think next season, I next season that. we'll have a proper answer. Next season we'll have a proper answer because no, but I was going to say, United, I was going to say, give us a one-off game. League. Give my team a one-off game, and dead as we are, give us a one-off game. And well, we right just, now, bro, we just beat Napoli, Man City. We've just beat. I know. I'm talking about right now. No, forget two months ago. I'm talking about right now. Are you talking about right now or like no, when, when you're fully healthy? If you're fully healthy, yeah, I agree we, with you. We, okay, we, if you're fully healthy. I agree with you. If you're fully healthy at Anfield, oh yeah, <laughs> none, bro, of scared, none of these teams. None of these. I'm scared to go. I'm scared. I'm so scared to go to Anfield in three weeks, March fourth, when we play yeah, you. I'm yeah, so scared yeah, to go yeah, that yeah, game. Hundred percent. I, I guarantee you, we're gonna beat you. I guarantee you. I said, yo, Grizz. I said on Twitter. I said, yo, I don't care how shit. Yo, the the fact that the more shittier Liverpool get. The more scared I am to go to Anfield because the more confident I am that they'll beat us. When we it's beat you early in the time. season, early it's in the season we time. beat you. Yeah, yeah. And we weren't good, but you and you were better, but we still beat you. It's it's a derby, even though it's not three, local. Three weeks time, we'll have Jota. Three weeks. Uh, he's time, gonna we'll score have, against me. He's just, we'll have Konate. We'll have VVD yeah. back. We'll have Diaz training. You'll be touch and go. But Jota, Bobby, Salah, Nunes. That's all I need them for. And you'll be fully rested. We have a cup game midweek as well before you guys. We'll what play cup game? We have an FA Cup game midweek before the Liverpool game. You guys are yeah, in the one cup. Of those, uh, Liverpool don't need to be Newcastle. We way. have a home Liverpool. game against West Ham. But it's still, we're going to be tired. We have so many games coming up that Liverpool will be more rested than us. That I just think we, we lose that game. But it's what it is. But look, at the end of the day, Man United will be very happy with that result at the end of the day, Bilal. 2-2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they go and finish that job. I just don't see this Barcelona team like many others or some others see them. I don't see them like that. And yet they're top of the league. This is what I'm trying to say to you. Lot. But surely they go through, right, in the second leg? Or are you doing your 
Man United, Barcelona got something for you. I need Barca to win just so we can <laughs> batter them. That's all I want. You know, you're ruining it. I don't want to play Man United, man. We played them how many times? Yeah, but yo, your club, your club do not have a good history with Barcelona. Yeah, you get battered every time they play you. I need, I need it back. I need everything, all the, all my revenge. Yeah, just like one time, just get Barca. I think we played in pre-season. That's not good enough. I need a proper game, you know. But so nah, you're more I, yeah. interested in beating teams and getting your prize back than actually winning trophies. You do the yeah, bro. fucking I, ones. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Bayern next season. Why, look at, this is, this Why are you looking ahead to Bayern? You'll focus on your title. Focus on your yeah, title no, no, charge. No, no, no. Listen, I'm focusing, but I'm telling you, this is the way oh, I'm looking at it. This I'm is the attitude. Why are you focusing on Europa, first of all? You shouldn't be focused on Europa. You should have been Europa. You should focus on beating Man City to the title. You don't this need Europa. You don't need Europa. Right? The closer the title race gets, the weirder it is it's going to be to play Europa. So I, I don't know, but I feel like Mikel is a type, is a type of guy to just play the first team. The, so who you got in the Europa? Forgive me for not being. Oh no, I did. No, no, no. They're, they're in the round sixteen. They have a bond. We're waiting. So. We're waiting what? for these guys. We're waiting for the Man Uniteds and that to come come down, man. Yeah, because they, they changed. They changed the rules last player. year. They changed the rules last year. So it's basically the drop teams from Champions League play the second place teams in the Europa group. So we shouldn't even be here right now. We also say that it robbed us. It is what it is. We shouldn't be playing yeah, this useless. They're, game. they're playing qualifiers for Europa League. It's, it's a mad. But it's a mad, it's nah, a mad come life. next week. Come next week. I, I, I'm just probably gonna come back to bite me. But I am confident. I think Old Trafford will be rocking. Hopefully, we have more news on the takeover, so that will be that will even up the pressure of Old Trafford even more. The crowd will be rocking. Busquets. I know people say Busquets can be back. I promise you, Sergio Busquets. This is not Cadiz away. You will have seventy thousand Manx yelling at you, and you will be fe- feeling the Man United press. So he could come back. I'm not scared of no Sergio Busquets at the age of 35. Yes, he's one of the greatest DMs of all time. But like I said, this is not Real Valladolid. No, that's away. fair. That's fair. That's fair. But that that this this ain't the Busquets yeah. of 10 years ago, man. Come on. United Let's be real. And I, and that's right. Yeah, United. I think United will have too much pace and power. I keep talking about this pace and power. It's back in fashion, people. Do you remember all of that ticker-tacker and all of that business? Yeah, that space, it's gone. It's gone. Did you see Pep the other night? I'm seeing hella long balls to Haaland. Just That's what I'm saying. Look at, yo, who won the World Cup? Who won the World Cup? Argentina. Pace, power, raw aggression, and then Messi. Who, who, who's... Tell me who the ticker-tacker in Argentina is. Come on, man. They got energy for days and days and strong centre-backs, aggressive centre-backs. Mm. It's all like physicality is back. And then obviously you, 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 you have a couple of ball players in there, like the Enzo's on the McAllister. And that's it, man. The rest have to be beasts and animals. I look through that Barcelona team. and But in a way, no Gavi and Pedri. Who they're likely to bring in? Like Dembele and Fatih? They have a kid yeah, so named pa- They have a kid named Pablo Torre. That would be place. And if, uh, maybe he goes but like a 40 is, is Dembele long? Yeah, he's not. We he's out for another two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. That guy is smart. Oh, okay. Busquets yeah, is the only long. player. Busquets is the only doubt. Like, he might come back. Busquets. And I think he will come back. I think... Actually, Xavi should play this smart. He has La Liga to focus on. They don't, and they do need Europa because they need as many. I think they, they did get. focus on. I think they focused on this game. The selection suggests that they. Focused yeah, on. and I think he should focus again. I think they have Villarreal this weekend or something. They have a tough game this weekend as well, and they have uh, yeah. right the week after us. They play like Real Madrid in the Copa del Rey. So I think Xavi might prioritize. He might throw this away, but we really don't need Europa League. We need Europa League more, even though we have a cup final three days after Europa. So I'm a little nervous about so that. So what too. day you play next week? We play Thursday, and then we have the cup final against Newcastle on Sunday. Interesting. Well, we'll talk about it next week. We got yeah. Eurostars next week. Hopefully, on a probably on a Wednesday, lads. Probably on a Wednesday. Yeah. When we'll Liverpool play? On a Tuesday. We Liverpool play Tuesday. Play. Okay, yeah. So we'll do a we'll do a Eurostars Wednesday after the Wednesday fixtures, talking about the Liverpool game, the Man City game, and then look forward to the Bayern uh, Barcelona game. I think tomorrow we may do a Premier League carnage to talk about the games, interesting games. Newcastle ahead. this weekend. Jesus so that's a big Christ. game. That's a state. I, that, I didn't win. know. Yo, it's if Liverpool game. win on Sunday, I really think they could get top four. That's a statement game right there for you guys. That's, how, is, that's how you announce it yourself. Not, but look, 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 look and, I, and you guys know me. I'm a positive yeah. guy as opposed to a pessimistic guy. But how many teams are going to Newcastle and winning these days? They have no Bruno G. They have no Bruno G. I'm here. I'm here for the... I'm here for the for the confidence. I'm here. You know me, I'm not scared. Mm. I'm not scared to say things that may come back to haunt me, but I'll say it in my chest. If we go to Newcastle, we're back in the top four race. 
But my point is, but my point yeah, is, it's gonna be a tough game though. Who goes to Newcastle these days and win? I, I, I think they're unbeaten, right? Yeah, Newcastle. they haven't lost at home. They haven't lost at home. Bruv, they're they're a, a city game. Was it 3 3 in the end? It's a fortress. Yeah, it's a fortress. They're not Bruno G, though. That's the, that's, the, that's the only reason I think Liverpool should be a little more yo, confident. Yo, they ain't got no it's a madness atmosphere in the we, Premier we League. We've got no Thiago. We've got no. Yeah, Canate. Jota coming back, though. Yeah, he's still not, not going to be back to Jota is. Jota, that's a perfect game for Jota to score. The Liverpool, a game that they're underdogs, he's a pest. That's, Jota, that's exactly the game. Jota, mark my words, Jota will be ready by the Man United game. Jota's oh, not ready yet. He's, he's still, yeah, yeah. Jota, I, I'm saving my Jota for United. Why guess you? No, 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 no. See from, oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. I'm that getting deserves to start anyway. That point deserves to start after that last match through the middle. Nunes on the left. No, he, don't. he was crap. No, no, no. Nah, let him, yeah, let yeah, him. Yeah, let him yeah he was bad. Bro. A little tapping. Of all of them, Firmino's just, Firmino's not fully ready to play. We'll talk about this tomorrow. We'll talk about this on the Premier League carnage. This has been the Europa League post match. Man United take back to. Old Trafford, there's no way goals, so it don't count for shit. Actually. I wish there was. Yeah, there so should two, be, man. Two. This is ruining the games, by the way. This is not the... my team, by the way. How many so. times have I been knocked out by away goals? And hold that. Oh, I can't and, hold and that. now you're changing the rules. You wait for hold that. You must pay. You must pay for your crimes. But yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my last piece on the away goals. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, like a model. But, uh, what was you saying? Yeah, no, he's he's, he's upset goal. that they stole away goals from him because Arsenal got knocked yeah, out yeah. five years ago. That is a bit of a weird one. That is a bit of a bad one. Nah, like all it's the teams silly. that I felt that pain of getting knocked out by away goals, that's a big part of European football. Why are you taking that out? Like it actually brings jeopardy to the games tactically. Like how yeah, many, yeah. like the the Mourinho type managers, they can really play on this away goal. Like I think it's really good for football. I well for knockout ties as well, especially in Europe. Going away mm. from home, you get the away. I'm, that is yeah, it's mad. I don't know why it's called. I'm with Aaron though with the Liverpool game a point wouldn't be a disaster that would still mean with nine points behind with a game in hand that's mm. a, that's Wolves at home now I know Wolves have been smashing us left hand said the last couple of weeks or uh, well, a couple of weeks back but if we beat Wolves at home six points I don't know man football's a humbler I'm already humble you understand <laughs> anything can happen in this wild season of ours this has been post-match carnage. Hope you guys enjoyed this little impromptu. We had to speak about United. You know what I mean? They're doing they're doing bits. All right, fair enough. Michael's happy. Hope it don't last. We out of here. Take care. All right. Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.